Uh, you're listening to an old episode of MGM. Sorry, guys. If you want to watch new stuff, go to patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays to support us, and we will, uh, uh, it'll fund our drinking problems to create more Metal Gear Mondays. And the cycle continues. <laughs> Welcome to another week of Metal Gear Mondays. As always, I'm your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this week, this is another side-op. This is our extra final wrap-up finale episode for Metal Gear Solid 2, and double, I am... Double probation. Double probation. And uh, I am joined by Samuel Wright. Um, Golden Girls Funko Pop figures coming soon. And Isaac Lim. Beep, 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 beep. And for those of you who are uninitiated, this is the podcast where we play through all of the Metal Gear Solid games from start to finish, top to bottom, in and out, uh, in a book club style fashion. Isaac's never played, Sam and I have played, and we talk about it. So, Seriously, we- this isn't a fucking drill. They're making Golden Girls Funko Pot figures. <laughs> <laughs> so I can finally have that uh, little Golden Girls diorama in... Uh, my living room is what you're trying hey, to you yes. should uh, link me with that. Cause I will, yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna, It's on the daily dot. I'm going to throw that sweet, 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 sweet stuff there. Let's uh, spend all of our Patreon money. <laughs> on Golden Girls Funko Pop. One, one, all four of the whole set for each of us. Yeah, except we don't have any Patreon money, so we can't no, do that. No, you guys have to donate to Patreon before we can waste it on Golden Girls Funko Pops. For sure. Anyway, sweet. So, um, just doing a little bit of house cleaning, housekeeping before we dive into the quote unquote proper responses. Um, I'm going to get us started with our iTunes reviews, uh, just giving some shout outs to some people who showed us some love. Um, so, the first one is actually coming from the uh, United Kingdom iTunes. Um, we have Ares91. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, who gave us a nice little five star shout out um, really appreciate the love um, with our US iTunes we had Wes Palmeroy gave us a nice five star uh, Daniel B 2003 which I love how that rolls off my tongue off, off my mouth hole um, Daniel B 2003 uh, apparently we're just what he's been looking for uh, and unless that's Danielle B, two thousand three, in some weird spelling. So, and Sam, um, do you want to read us a little chunk or briefly tell us about the last five star review that we have here? Yes, let's uh, let's uh, kick it to Luigi Stein, which I love. Gives a five star review, calling us the premier Metal Gear Solid podcast. Pretty sweet. Um, yeah. Um, Luigi Stein um, essentially said that we bucked expectations. He, he said, you come into this podcast, he or she, I guess, I don't know, said you come to this podcast expecting a discussion on Metal Gear Solid and end up getting so much more. Um, Luigi Stein really thinks the fan response that we get is fantastic and makes the whole situation feel like a community um, and uh, is really happy with the laughs and gaffs 
um, to keep him or her entertained. Um, and also wants Alessio to know that you that he is wrong and that MGS3 is better than MGS2. Yeah. I, I, I feel like... I feel like at some point we're going to need to print shirts that either say Alessio is right or Alessio is wrong. <laughs> and then on the back say like, go MGS3 or go MGS2. Because I feel like most of the responses that we get, like, fall in one of two camps. Um, yeah, that, be- <laughs> that being said, um, I know that we don't like to read a whole lot of uh, praise on these extra episodes. But I did want Sam to touch on that because... To me, the core of the solid five-star response that we got from Luigi Stein was the fans and the community. And I just wanted to let everybody know that you guys are a big part of why this show is successful and why we do the show. And uh, yeah, so just thank you guys so much for listening and for uh, taking the time to tell us uh, how you feel so that we've got something to talk about on these side episodes. Um, unfortunately we still have zero Canada iTunes reviews though. We are showing up on the little popularity meter whenever you click on our show on Canada <laughs> mode or whatever in Canada, in Canada, <laughs> yeah. in Canada, no Canada mode. land. <laughs> uh, Engaging Canada mode, eh? <laughs> oh um, my God. So yeah. So, Come uh, on, guys, We're, we need some love from Canada. Yeah. Just give us unless a- like, unless like Canada uses United States somehow I don't know but then why would Canada's iTunes store exist I, yeah I don't know so anyway screw those toques on harder guys and uh, just get those keyboard fingers ready and shoot us shoot the, us a review those, those weren't words <laughs> Screw those what? Tuke. I think so. What the fuck? Tuke tuke is shorthand for uh, like a not a what the hell is the name of the hat? It's like a beanie. Canadian for beanie. It's Canadian for beanie. See, we haven't pissed off any Canadians and nobody's felt the need to write in. But now that we've done that, hopefully somebody will write in. Fuck's a tuke. Yeah. Any Canadians, I'm challenging you. I don't think tukes are a thing. (laughs) Piss off. Except, except, don't we want to talk to you? One of these episodes, I'm just going to pull a list of people that we've not heard yet and just mm-hmm. start criticizing all of them. <laughs> we haven't gotten any email response from Azerbaijan yet. Let's go ahead. Uh, yeah, and figure some stuff. Fuck out you guys! Them. You have too many consonants in your name Uh-oh. and vowels. It's just a weird combination <laughs> of letters. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so, Isaac, do you want to get us started with our very first email response? Okay. Oh my god! All right, never mind, Sam. <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It depends on if Isaac wants to get his fucking attitude right. We, we got an email from Liquid Metal Mike, hmm. and um, he's the guy. If you hadn't seen on our Facebook page, uh, I guess maybe this email goes into that. Um, we uploaded a picture of his beautiful artwork. Beautiful artwork. From his he welding. did. He did a. He did some artwork of the cyborg ninja with the words "There's mines there" next to them, and it made me very happy. We need to just codename that like Olga Ninja because that's not what cyborg ninja sounds like. Oh yeah. no! It's better if I just say cyborg ninja. I like to remember Frank Yeager in this way, too, as well. Also. All right, Isaac, cool. <laughs> On that note. So we got an email from him, Liquid LMM, Liquid Metal Mike. He says, quote, 
I have no one to talk to about Metal Gear at work, so it's refreshing to have this book club style podcast available as an outlet. When Ground Zeroes came out, I bought a PS4 just for that, knowing it was only a small demo-sized chunk of the real game. Now, Ground Zeroes and The Phantom Pain are the only two titles I own. I was introduced to the series by the G- uh, MGS2 demo that my buddy got with Zoe. Is that Zozo? <laughs> How do you know Zozo? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Okay. The Zone of the Enders. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Maybe Zozo is named after Zone of the Enders. Ooh. Maybe. We'll have to that wouldn't make any conf- sense, though. We're gonna, Zozo, we need, you some, we need some confirmation <laughs> on this. Do you know Metal Mike? We know we well. See, here's the, we know how old Zozo is. We also know how old Zone of the Enders is. This not. Gonna <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe her maybe her name wasn't Zoe, and she went back and retroactively changed her name to Zoe because of Zone of the Enders. No oh, man, kind of like how hey. Kojima likes to retroactively change. Never mind. Everything. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I played uh, MGS One before the full MGS Two game was released because I had to know more. I can't believe it took me this long, that long to discover this incredible world. Anyway, I included a picture of my workbench. Every now and then I have to let my welds cool for a minute, so I will quickly draw a Metal Gear Rex or a Cyborg Ninja. ETC. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> then, when the boss walks by, I quick, I quick spray it away with brake cleaner. They were never very good because I only spend about 30 seconds at a time on them. But I just thought I would include one from today to sh- to show my obsession. Solid podcast guys, L M M. Just getting real dramatic with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you if you follow our Facebook page, which you can go to facebook.com slash Metal Gear Mondays, um, we posted a link to the picture of the of the ninja, um, and it really does. It's, it's the ninja's helmet with Des Mines Dea next to it. Yeah, right, right below um, then, that, there's another picture. Too. Yeah, in the comments, we posted a picture that he drew of uh, Metal Gear Rex. So it's it pretty, really cool. pretty, pretty sweet stuff, Mike. Still waiting for that, um, that uh, Matt Campbell fan art. <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn it! I thought we could go a whole episode without <laughs> the travesty that is Matt Campbell. <laughs> Matt Campbell is not a travesty. Matt Campbell is a national treasure. You take that back, goddamn! Nobody it. even knows what he looks like. Matt Campbell. <laughs> oh god! Seriously, we need we. I'm I'm calling to action. I want as much <laughs> Matt Campbell fan art as you guys can possibly muster. Yeah, I need all of it. I don't care what he looks like. He could fucking look like Quasimodo <laughs> from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I just want Matt Campbell fan art, dudes. We need to update the. Uh, we need to update the uh, Metal Gear wiki with as much Matt Campbell fan art as possible. <laughs> Metal Gear Matt Campbell. Look, if That's no one remembers me before I die, the one thing I need them to remember is the legacy of Matt Campbell. <laughs> <clears throat> that's what this podcast is striving for. We've been, we've been working towards this moment. Exactly. So, um, anyway. Sam, I'll take the next one so that I can leave old uh, Nick Reed for you. Yeah. And it's Nick Reed, not any other Nick. Just Nick Reed. Nick Reed, guys. <laughs> Talking about what, Nick let's, Reed. Let's hear it what for you... Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, in every in every message that he sends us, he's like, every time I hear Nick, I wonder. Yes. But then it's I never wonder. me. So it's you, <laughs> Well, I, I'm... I mentioned the cough last week, and I, I said Nick, but he has to know that, that was him. And then you can't just assume that we have to tell him that it's him. well. He 
Well, he was the one who brought up the cough in the first place. Nick, the you cool, should just assume. I'm the cool stoner. Nick, assume every time we say Nick that it's you. Okay. Yeah. I need you to do that for me. All right. So this next one's from <laughs> the Desert Fox via email. I heard you talking about wanting to hear people's experiences playing Metal Gear Solid. What no, the I'm fuck? sorry. I'll, I'll stop. <clears throat> I, like you, have no... Sorry. <clears throat> Started with the demo. Um, I was nine years old. Me and my friend played the demo nonstop. My parents bought me the game when it came out, and I was instantly hooked. It was unlike any other game that I had played. The character development was intense and deep. Given the time, this was not something many games did for whatever reason. The characters were incredibly human, they had flaws, they were not bulletproof superheroes, and the villains were evil, yet you could also relate with them. At least I could. Obviously, I was an instant fan and soon played Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Initially, I hated Raiden, but over time he became slightly more likable, but never a replacement to Solid Snake. I found the plot of Sons of Liberty to be a little convoluted and overwhelming the first time I played. I I wasn't as patient when it came to sitting through the long-ass cutscenes back then. Looking back on the game, I do believe it is my favorite in the series, and I consider it one of the best games I've ever played. The scene between Raiden and Snake at the end, in front of Federal Hall, is one of my favorite of the series. You get to see the growth of both players and wonder if they ever meet again. And uh, he uh, goes ahead and tells us that he appreciates what we're doing, and tells us that he found our podcast via a podcast app. So that's good to know. Um, And then signs, much love, the Desert Fox. Holy shit, it's so distracting to read these as the Google Doc is changing. <laughs> it's a uh, di- it's yeah, so spoiler alert, Sam is jumbling this Google Doc as we read. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah. Dang it. <coughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> so, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, we know none of the big review sites have covered it, but Google Docs is the best game of the year. Seriously. We've been drawing dicks in this thing all night. It's fantastic. Picto chat, eat your heart out. 8.2 out of 10. <laughs> Otaku. IGN, 5 out of 10. IGN no. just doesn't respond. IGN's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yep. Anyway. Sweet. So, Nick Reed's kind of a long one, so if you want to spitball it back and forth, feel free. If not, whatever. I'm going to marathon this. All right, do it, dude. You, uh, do you need some water? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding, Nick. It's not that bad. No, it's, it's, I got my cough going. We'll see what happens. Nick Reed via <laughs> Facebook. I finally started playing MGS1 after following your suggestion and downloading it from the PlayStation Store, and I'm actually loving it. I love the meatiness of it all. I hate the, the meatiness. <laughs> And then wait till you get to this. I know the chunky, almost distorted (laughs) sound effects, the kind of creepy minimalist music, the kicks, punches, and gunshots feel more powerful and satisfying in this one. All the stuff in the vents is rad. Even the graphics are pretty decent for its time. I agree how you guys said the first one is much grittier than the other games, and I love Snake's personality and charm in MGS One. Hell yeah, he Mm seems he seems like his character is a little more one dimensional in MGS Two somehow. Like in the first one, he's kind of cheekier and more of a smartass. With Hollywood-style one-liners that seem to have diminished a bit in MGS2. I've got to say, I still prefer the AI kernel in MGS2, though. <coughs> got to take a cough break. Yeah, real quick, though, I will say that I agree with all that shit, and I feel like they probably made him more one-dimensional in MGS2 on purpose. Yeah, I agree. I can agree with that. Um, also, 
Did you ever notice while playing MGS2 that sometimes the first half of the game, the colonel's voice sounds totally different, like a different tone and pitch for a sentence or two, and then it goes back to normal? Like his voice sounds funny for about five seconds, and then it's back to normal again. I wonder if that was a deliberate hint to the player early on in the game that he's actually an AI. I especially remember this when you first enter the water and he explains the swimming controls. His voice goes into that weird tone. It's not super obvious, but it's noticeable. Uh, that did you guys notice that? I don't know if I picked up on that, but I would I, I would be interested to like go back and like mm-hmm. play the first ten minutes of the plant to see. I well, uh, okay. I'll definitely say that I did kind of notice it a little bit just because just before we started the podcast, I was actually replaying MGS two anyway, um, hmm. so I was a little bit more exposed to it, I guess. And I don't know, I just I guess I always thought that it was just like really weird voiceover delivery and not necessarily intentional but that makes kinda way like, more that makes way more sense kind of like Mei Ling <laughs> in mgs1 no not that racist but <laughs> <laughs> hey, i can say it all right <laughs> i can't believe i'm being hit on by the famous sword snake, <laughs> sword snake. <laughs> all right now that's racist <laughs> <laughs> really surprised we haven't gotten any asian hate mail Seriously, it's Isaac. What's, Isaac's awards. That's right. Isaac yes. is like Isaac is our Asian hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> gosh, <laughs> embodied. Anyway, Isaac, you need to be angrier. All right, I'll, doing I'll a bad job at being human hate mail. <laughs> Angry, angry video game Asian. <laughs> oh God, please don't give anybody any ideas. All right. <clears throat> anyway. Back to playing MGS1, it's crazy how much MGS2 deliberately emulated the events of the first game due to the Shadow Moses, quote, simulation of the big show. While playing MGS1, I'm getting so many future occurring flashbacks to MGS2. It's kind of cool to experience MGS2 before MGS1, but I'm enjoying MGS1 heaps and I'm trying to absorb and take in as much as I can on my first playthrough. Um, another I, thing I... Oh. I, yeah. I was just going to say, I don't I don't think I've ever encountered anybody who played one after two. Have you guys yeah, met anybody no, who's done that? I don't think so. I guess we could have made Isaac that, but we chose could not have. to. Yeah, that's whatever. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're molding you, I'm Isaac. Just... <laughs> okay. We're we're making you in our image. <laughs> Isaac is the solid snake oh simulation. <laughs> <laughs> I think we used that joke a couple episodes ago, but it's still funny. Sorry, guys. I don't have a lot uh, of these, so I'll no, defer my comments. He, he's, got a, <laughs> he's got a limited amount of jokes he can pull from, so we're just trying to space them out as best as we can. Yeah. Um, another thing, I stumbled across this the other day, and it was amazing. If you haven't already, check out the YouTube videos. Did Metal Gear Solid Two foreshadow Social Justice Warriors by Max Durat, and we'll put that in the show notes. Um, <laughs> thank you for highlighting that last three <laughs> letters of the link, Isaac. Please. <laughs> If you're interested in seeing the connection between MGS2 and the fairly recent phenomenon of social justice warriors and Gamergate, etc. on the internet, skip to about the 1350 mark in the video where it gets to the bulk of the content. There are a few videos in this series under the same name that this guy has made and goes into a lot of detail. The video I linked is a good place to start. If you want to see more, go to his channel and check out the playlist of it. It's unbelievable how much the Patriot speed at the end of the game accurately predicts virtually everything that has come out of the Tumblr, politically correct, social justice warrior, third wave feminist subcultures. That's a lot of things that have been (laughs) stewing away in the dark corners of the Internet. The whole speech is an eerily fitting description of this phenomenon. Definitely check it out. It sounds kind of crazy, but it makes so much sense when you see it. It seems like Kojima knew exactly what he was talking about, predicting what the internet would become and how damaging it could be on the human race. Patriots warned us, man. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> um, and I will say too, so I watched the link earlier today um, and I noticed that there was like a huge annotation where the uh, YouTuber actually uploaded an updated version of the video that Nick linked yeah. us. But I'm going to put the version Nick sent us in the show notes and then I'll defer to you guys to pick the one that you want to watch. Um, so there's that. Uh, he also mentions Deadweight, the uh, Isaac and Alessia's old band. He said he listened to them on YouTube and really liked the song Plans that he heard. The video clip was strangely nostalgic and intriguing. And to answer your question, I have no idea who was who. <laughs> there's a there's a fun way to tell easily who it is at the beginning. Um, so I forgot my wedding ring on my hand for like the first three shots of the video. Um, so the one with the wedding ring on is me. Um, but I think for the most part, the one that loses their shirt most frequently is probably me. <laughs> so. That's just what happens. Yeah, know, dude. I don't know. In the bedroom. It just happens. <laughs> um also, if you guys are interested in answering a few more questions, the last MGS2 episode, I've got some for you. Yeah, do you guys want to just rapid fire through these? So just Sam, if you want to ask, we can just kind of Yeah, well, cuz there's a few of them. Yeah. Question one, what is your favorite strut area in the game? Well, I can tell you what my fucking not favorite one is. <laughs> fucking strut F. <laughs> Bullshit. I think I'm actually going to say strut F is my favorite. Fuck you, Alessio. It's just the most interesting one, I think. What what, what you got, Isaac? Um, they all... <laughs> They all kind of blend together for me. I'm sorry. What about the heliport or the oil fence or I arsenal? Say, I, think, I think mine is probably... If I had to pick a straight up area from the planet, I think I'd probably say Strut E. I love the parcel room and like moving around in the heliport. Oh, yeah. is my favorite mm. The tanker's part. dope too. Tanker's pretty dope. I kind of like the room. What is it? I guess it would be later in the game. I don't know if this applies, but the one kind of where you're with Emma mm-hmm. and you're sneaking around back. I know you guys hated that part, but I kind is it, of. Are you talking about the shell core or are you talking about the. I think it was in the show core, yeah. It, I mean, it was... Um, you were you were, you were just sneaking Emma back out. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's a but fun one. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember where it was. Um, question two. What are your favorite Easter eggs, crazy things in MGS2? <clears throat> that casting theater, though. Yeah, casting theater's good. Isaac, do you have a fun, uh, favorite one? Um... I kind of liked the the thing that messed with me was whenever I um uh the changing of the room name. I'm, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was kind of subtle, but I was it freaked me out at first. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's like you pr- telling Pretty much like everything that happens in in that part of the game. True. For me it's a toss up, man. I still like the poster with the guy and the girl that are touching each other through the posters. I like that one a lot. <laughs> um and I also really dig so and I don't know if we ever said this on the air um if you're playing not on a fucking vita um you can click l3 and r3 during the codex and you can actually hear uh raiden's thoughts yeah so like mm-hmm. if colonel no way yeah if colonel says something and you click r3 raiden will be like i think that's bullshit or whatever he's <laughs> um, and then like <laughs> other people with rose or something he'll just be like oh man or whatever but i think and then you can of- like and then you like zoom in their portraits like move them around randomly for some reason yeah i think that's that's pretty funny um definitive answer though uh matt campbell uh next question um (laughs) 
Uh, most definitely. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> of course. How old were you when you first played MGS2? Well, Isaac, <laughs> why don't you answer oh, that question shoot. first? So long ago. It was like it was yesterday. <laughs> uh, 25 is my final answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now, yeah. <laughs> I think it was like 14, maybe? 15? 13? It was 14. I'm trying to think, because what year did it come out? 2001. 2001, so 2001. How old was that? 2001. I think it was like in fall. It was like late September. So 15. So I would have been... Oh, I'm going to figure this out scientifically. <laughs> Just two Math variables, I, Sam. You know. The year that you were born and the year that the game came out. Nine. Whoa. Ten? Wow. Nine or ten. How old are you now? 24. It oh. came out. It came out 15 years ago. Good God! It really did. Because uh, because um, I I remember being excited for Metal Gear Solid 2, and I got it for like my for Christmas that year, I think. Oh, that makes uh, sense though, because if I was yeah, because you're like three years younger than me, so yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Huh. Are you? You're not 27. I'll no, be 27 in October. Holy shit! Okay, that's like a year away. Yeah, that's okay. true. Well, I was 26. <laughs> well, I said 13 and Sam said 10. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I know. In 2001, I would have been 9, I think, actually. I th- Well, I think I turned 13. No, hold on. No, I fucked that up. Mm. I was 11. 11 or 12? Fuck it. We're really bad at math on this show. <laughs> no, but no. So, okay. So, fuck it. I'm I think I played it. Calculator. Yeah, I think, nah. I think I played it a couple months after it came out. I think it was like 2002 by the time I played it. Hold on. So if I take a calculator and take 20, I said what, 15? Yes. Okay, so it came out 15 years ago. Nine. Okay. Final answer. So yeah, I think it was like 11, 11 or 12. Sweet. Yeah, because I remember, like I said, one of my earliest memories for playing video games was Metal Gear Solid 1, and I played that like after it had come out, and that's why I was so excited for 2. And I got 2 for Christmas the year it came out. Mm, So yeah, I would have been 9. Sweet. Next question. Should, should, should not have been playing Metal Gear Solid. 2. Yeah, I was about to say, dude. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is your favorite Metal Gear vehicle? Uh, examples are Rex, Ray, Arsenal, and spoilers: spoilers the Shagahod. Hey, Shagahod's not a Metal Gear. I, you fucking. I asked you this question weeks ago, and I said, "Would you consider the Shagahod the Metal Gear?" Of three, and you were like, "Yeah, yeah, it's the okay. Metal Gear of three, but it's not a Metal Gear." <laughs> you can't what? have your cake and eat it too, Summerfield. Well, because it predates Metal Gear, but right. technically, it is like a proto Metal oh. Gear. I get it. Sorry, <laughs> Isaac, you'll get to it. I honestly, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump way forward. I think. Just for the sheer fact that it's totally a fucking, um, it's totally a fucking, uh, orbital frame, <laughs> uh, the Metal Gear from 5. <laughs> oh, uh, Sahelanthropus? Yeah, Sahelanthropus. Dude, fuck, that thing is insane. Also, I know. can Kojima keep the fucking robots, like, canonically tech? Yeah. Because it doesn't like, make any sense. As advanced as Sahelanthropus is to the whole situation... Like, 
that's that that's the one that predates Rex, and Rex was supposed to be like top of the line. Yeah, Isaac, you remember how shitty Rex is, right? Very much so. Yes. Yeah. So the Metal <laughs> Gear in 1984 can run and has like a flame sword and can like make yeah. earthquakes happen. Damn. Yeah, and like and can stand on its hind legs like a human, like yeah. a bipedal, like a bipedal, like actual. Yeah, bipedal it has tank. like a flamethrower in its hand. Like it meanwhile. Rex is fucking shitty yeah. fucking bullshit. <laughs> Rex is like just now learning how to walk. Um yeah. I'm going to say I th- I do like Rex though. I think Rex is my favorite. Yeah, Rex is like you got to He's gotta just like, like iconic. Rex. Rex is like classic Metal Gear. Yeah. He's good. I'm going to have to go with Ray. Whoa. Just because he, and he he highlighted even, yeah, he highlighted Google it Doc. in the Google Doc. Um Ray. <laughs> just listen to it. <clears throat> Ray. Does it have to be from a Metal Gear game, though? Because I think I like the Metal Gear in um, Snatcher a lot. Is that how you spell Solanthropus? I think so. It didn't auto. It. It, didn't, it doesn't say it's misspelled. All right. Um, but Shagahot is. That's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in Snatcher, which is one of Kojima's uh, games that came out after Metal Gear 2, but before Metal Gear Solid, you're like a private eye, like Blade Runner-esque character. Um, and, uh, your sidekick for the whole game is a metal gear and he's like a little tiny dude, um, who's <laughs> hilarious and he's just like your partner and it's amazing. Wow. So I, if it, if it's non metal gear game, I pick him, but if it's metal gear, I like Rex. <clears throat> nice. Into mm. it. Um, which section of the game have you played more, enjoyed more, the tanker or the plant? Um, for me, probably the plant. It's just mainly because the bulk of the story is there. Yeah, I'm gonna say tanker just because yeah. I played the living shit out of the demo um, before I played mm-hmm. two. I'm kind of split. I feel like tanker was a very um, complete in its mm. packaging, but I mean, plant was the bulk of the game. It's kind of hard to go wrong with that. Do you, do you prefer the intro song or the whole album? I say. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the same thing. It's close to the Tanker Plant split, I no, feel like. No, it's like saying, do you like a band's EP, oh, first EP, true. or their first LP? Yeah, that's true. We'll go with that, right? That's better. I agree with that. And also, on their first LP, they <laughs> changed the lead singer. <laughs> Oh my god! I like that. And so, they brought in a new producer. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the new lead singer has a very whiny voice. Jesus. So which one? You take your pick. <laughs> it's a good thing I like the bass player the most. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh all right, next question. Sam. Did you guys ever beat the game on extreme or collect all dog tags or do any hundred percent stealth runs or anything crazy? Fuck no. <laughs> you might not be able to tell from how shitty I've been playing for the show, but at one point, and I don't know if it was because I got good or if it was because I just said fuck it and I'm just going to get a million game overs and get through it anyway. Um, but I did play and beat it on uh, extreme mode. Um, mm. I intentionally set it to where if you got seen, it was just a game over or whatever, or I think it does it automatically. Mm. Um, so that just, I don't know, it makes the whole game way slower, but you can do it. Um, I've um I've uh gotten all the dog tags before, nice. but like I've never played a Metal Gear Solid game, um intentionally stealth a hundred percent before, and I don't think I ever will. It's really fucking hard to do, man. Like, yeah, totally. 
I th- I know I've beaten Ground Zeroes with 100% stealth, but that's also like a two-hour game. So yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Isaac, have you I, um... have you taken it upon yourself to do any crazy <laughs> no, I... extreme runs without telling us? <laughs> I d- <laughs> Isaac's hardcore. I did not, and I only got one dog tag because <laughs> I didn't know I didn't how know to how hold to hold people up. up people. <laughs> Oh man! Um, um, real quick, I got a question for you, Nick. Um, does it count as a crazy run if I cut off my left fucking hand with a butter knife and try and play through the game? Because that's my—I was thinking about doing that for Twitch. So, okay, can I help? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need somebody to hold me down while I do it because it's gonna be painful. We'll put a hook on there, red your little red uh, snake hand. Sounds good. Oh yeah, my little C3PO hand. Mm-hmm. Right. That mm-hmm. randomly disappears for no reason by the end of the movie. <laughs> Without explanation. Yeah. Anyway. Um what are your some what are some of your favorite game mechanics, tactics, play style? Um shoot, punch. <laughs> Literally. Kick, flip. Kick punch. I it's like, all in the mind. I like to just trank. Trank and punch. Which, yeah. Which makes it weird to play fucking Metal Gear Acid right now where there is no non stealth option or non lethal option. <laughs> Kick punch. It's all in the mind. If you want to test me, I'm sure you'll find the things I'll teach you is sure to beat you, but nevertheless, you'll get a lesson from teaching now. Kick punch. Chop. Can I say Block. that one of my favorite game mechanics is skateboarding? <laughs> because that was introduced. <laughs> they should just make it an item in the main game so that you can just skate through the game yeah i'm into it fuck him doing ollie on his head i saw this is bass battles never been easier nolly <laughs> grind on him isaac do you make have it, a make it burn them combo <laughs> combo broken oh dang it um yeah just kind of Run, running. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite game mechanic is not dying. Yeah. Um. I don't really know what game mechanic. I mean. I, I mean. I guess sneaking and punching and. We've managed to avoid pain. drowning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I don't. I, I feel like. <laughs> Metal Gear is not built like Dark Souls, where you can have a bunch of different builds and like I beat the game with a ladle. Like, <laughs> no, you just gotta kind of do it the way it wants you to. <laughs> Sam, you got the last question. Yeah, us? what's your favorite weapon and item to use in the game? Um, the AK with the silencer, because shoot, uh, coolant spray, twenty sixteen. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> The cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) Thank you for your questions, Nick. (laughs) They were fantastic. Did you have a favorite weapon, Isaac? No. Did did anybody use the (laughs) grenade launcher? No. Oh, the Nikita. Oh. No. Oh. What's that one called? The Stinger? The Stinger. The stanger, <laughs> the, the, st- the stinger. <laughs> That's oh my god! The one. Isaac, do you, Isaac? Do you want to read Thomas Bowen's message? Yeah, I guess I it, will. It directly addresses you at the very beginning. I had made yeah. a boo boo. 
I made a big boo-boo. So um, before, I'm not going to quote this. I'm just going to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant to say something during the episode and just didn't. So you I apologize sh- for not being like how I meant to say. I meant to and correct I, <laughs> you about about Wales being part of Great Britain, but I didn't. Oh, it was just one of those weird moments where in my brain I was like, Isaac doesn't mean Spielberg, and, and then my like, and then my mouth was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, this doesn't seem right. Oh well, I'll agree to it. <laughs> I was having one of those uh, genome uh, soldier moments where it's like I'm gonna die. <laughs> But I'm sure he's not behind me. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so Isaac. yes, on a previous episode, I said Spielberg when I meant to say George Lucas. And we'll just leave it at that. I'm glad that you said that because it, it just makes me feel better knowing that you acknowledged your mistake. Yeah. I really wish you would have said on a previous episode, I said George Lucas <laughs> when I meant to say Spielberg. And I'm going to do that in the in a future episode. Nice. Yeah. Just so you know. Gotcha. <laughs> Be on the lookout. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Now on to the real deal. <laughs> the spiel. Meat. The meaty, chunky goodness. Okay. Um Okay. Good show again this week. MGS2 is also my favorite of the series. When I was younger, it was all about the gameplay and the surface level story. I used to have a memory card full of saves at various stages in the game so I could go back and play my uh play my favorite areas quickly. As I've got older, the themes of the game have taken on more meaning and I've gained a greater appreciation of what it was trying to achieve. I think the VR undertones are backed up by the ending of ending to Ghost Babble with the whole Wake Up Jack reference. With this in mind, I think I like to think that how crazy oh, let me just start over. With this in mind, I like to think about how crazy MGS two could have been if it was made today and Kojima made use of current VR technology to greater hammer home this theme. Imagine that twist and the messed up things he could have done with it. I feel like if, if I would have experienced the Arsenal section of the game in VR, I would like go insane. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like if this was made on the Oculus, the oh whole thing gosh. would have just like made my brain bleed. <laughs> yeah. But. Brain bleed. Brain bleed. Yeah, and if you guys go back and listen to our Ghost Bible episode, I actually do talk about the whole Wake Up Jack thing. Um, apparently, uh, some haters on the internet like to think that that's not considered canon because nothing in Ghost Bible is. And so I would say that that is kind of up to your own interpretation. Um, but Ghost Bible did come out, uh, I think, eight months, eight months or a year prior to MGS2. So I'm not entirely sure if uh it was intentionally aimed to reference um mgs2's kind of crazy twist or not but it's fun to think about yes all right so i will take dustin m anderson via facebook so i've been binge listening to your podcast to catch up one of my favorite aspects of mgs that i haven't heard you touch on yet is the philosophy involved in the game and questions it raises about morality war and peace leaving a legacy and so on found the ending of MGS2 and MGS3 specifically to be very philosophical, which left me feeling fulfilled. Obviously, this isn't everyone's favorite part of the series, but to a person like me, it really hit home on a number of levels. Just wondering what your thoughts are on that. 
And I will say, I will preface this as well, that this Facebook post was before our MGS2 theory episode. Yeah. Um, so obviously we talked kind of at length about a lot of that stuff there. Um, I will say that I think MGS2, this is going to sound really weird to say about a Metal Gear game. I think MGS2 does way more showing and not telling than MGS3 where it tries to use the game as the example of what it's talking about. Um, and I think MGS3 does way more like characters rambling about why they feel the way that they feel instead of kind of showing it to you, if that makes mm. sense. Um, though I will say with the boss in particular in MGS3, um, mm. her situation is shown, I guess, to some extent, but a lot of it is like flashbacks. Like a whole lot of it is flashbacks. Um, and yeah, but I, I think two and three are definitely very, uh, if there's one thing Kojima does, he likes to ask questions about shit that, uh, we are all familiar with, but maybe don't necessarily look at with scrutiny. And so I will say it's super interesting. Um, it's hard for me to say that Kojima is like hyper, um, philosophical. Um, I think he just likes to raise a lot of questions about like what we are doing as like a race uh, where it's like, what the fuck is humanity doing? If we're trying to control the flow of information and stuff, like how did we get to this point? Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that Kojima is the most like, uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I think Kojima asks good questions. I think he does it in a cheesy way. And that, and I think that that's, I think that's what most people see, and that's why it's not everyone's favorite part of the series, like you mentioned, Dustin. Um, because whenever Kojima starts to ask big questions, like all the genetics questions in MGS One, um, to a lot of people they just feel really goofy and kind of anime um, instead of sounding serious, like Christopher Nolan, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, but I think that that's just Kojima's personality. So I don't know. Who knows? But I, yeah, I enjoy that stuff too. Do you guys have anything else to say about it? Nah. <laughs> no, you pretty much summed it up. I mean, I, I, we're, we're definitely going to go into this stuff more as it like approaches, mm-hmm. um, which I actually am excited about because I do love this stuff. But you pretty much summed it up. So my answer stays as nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. fun. I like the, um, the message, I guess you could say, of MGS2. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending was really... To me, it was really cheesy, but I mean, yeah, he just—I feel like, and I feel like it's a lot more like this in MGS One and the end of MGS Two. But I think mm-hmm. Kojima—it's like this weird moment in the game where you can tell that they feel proud that they got to this point, and it's like they just reiterate it a hundred times, a lot, yeah. And it's like, guys, we got it. Like you don't—you <laughs> don't have to like stand up and be like, look at what we did. We made a war game that's actually anti-war. How cool are we? And it's like, we get it, guys. (laughs) Um, But it's good. I could see that, yeah. Sweet. Um, And I don't know how much of that we should blame on the localization team. Because I don't... All of it. (laughs) Let's let's just say that Kojima can commit no crimes. (laughs) Except for that wicked facial hair he's rocking right now. Yeah, he's just like doing doing something. He looks like the uh he looks like the Castlevania director. 
You know what I mean? The, the Symphony of the Night guy? He's yeah, got like that weird like true. devil goatee going on. I feel like after a certain point, all Japanese developers become that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <They> just <laughs> I don't know what I was where I was going with that. Yeah, particular uh, all particular. game developers grow satanic mustache yeah. facial hair combo. Yeah. Well, sweet. Um, we didn't take a middle of the episode break yet again. Um, oh, well. So, Sam, can you tell us what people should do? Um, well, <laughs> and that's not a follow. That's not an alley oop to end the show. Um, no, I know. Okay. I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we've it's, gotten so like archaic about how to signal the end of the show that I yeah, just never no. know anymore. It's it's just uh, you can go on the website <laughs> geekci.me visit this site to see this show and the rest of our other shows we've got a lot of uh good things going on there right now um a lot of new things popping off here pretty soon um so yeah, definitely stay tuned popping for that. off yeah just popping off popping off popping off like a uh, like champagne um <laughs> um you can also go on facebook and twitter the link to both of those is geek time pod you can check those out um you can also go to SoundCloud. We upload all of our episodes of all of our shows to SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash GeekTimePod. Um, go on the iTunes, especially you, Canada. <laughs> I'm looking at you, uh, Canada. <laughs> looking at you, Canada, the whole country. I'm looking at you, especially Saskatchewan. <laughs> I don't know. Toronto, um, Ontario, Vancouver. <laughs> I got you. Toronto is in Ontario. <laughs> Whatever, man. Come on, dude. Come on! If you're good, if you expect something out of them, you gotta at least know about Canada. I'm sorry, dude. I'm just British. British Columbia. That's that's one of their problems. No, we're just here to bring the hate. Yeah, dude. Hate, I'm just here for in. the mooses and the, the mooses. Yeah, and the illegal border crossing. And let's let's yeah. revisit the fact that you just said mooses. <laughs> mooses. <laughs> Can we like go over that really quick? Mm-hmm. I know it's nice. Um, Calm down. Jesus Christ. No. So um, slang that syrup at iTunes, sl- oh, please. Give us Go on iTunes, review. leave us reviews, uh, stars. Just say uh, sorry, comments. okay? <laughs> oh, All right, Alessio. <laughs> apologize and say sorry. I can't stand this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just get all your Scott Pilgrims and get on over there. To- I fucking love Scott Pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to make Sam okay again. Just gotta say a word that he likes. It's my favorite movie. Your absolute anyway. favorite movie? Hold on. Let's take a break for a second. What? What? What do you mean what? That's your all time favorite movie? Yes. It's a good movie. Alright, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway. If you want to, uh, if you want to help support the site, and at this point, why the fuck would you? Um, <laughs> go on to uh, uh, geekci.me/wp/donate, or you can click the donate button at the top left of our website. That'll give you information about our uh, our Amazon affiliate program, where you can essentially buy things um, on Amazon, and we get kickbacks for the things you buy without a uh, <laughs> without a uh, Spending an extra penny, or if you want to spend a couple extra pennies, you can check out some information about our Patreon, which you can also find at patreon.com slash geek time pod. 
I do have a suggestion or recommendation to make. If you, you. if you guys are looking for something to buy on Amazon and you happen to have $23 laying around, Amazon is the only fucking place where you can order a physical copy of Gravity Rush Remastered for the PS4. Um, and I strongly recommend that game. Uh, it has nothing to do with Metal Gear, but it's fucking amazing, and it's a Japanese-developed game, and it's uh, a fantastic, probably, in my opinion, the best Vita game, um, and it is now twenty, like a little over 20 bucks, and on the PS4, and it looks gorgeous. So It's not a difficult thing to do. It's really good. You should play it. <laughs> the best Vita game. Oh it's man! Not, not, well, not Persona 4 much. Gold might be. It's not yeah. saying much. There's like two good Vita games, and they're <laughs> Gravity Rush and Persona 4 Golden. <laughs> Fine. Anyway, you guys should all play it. It's good. And I think actually some of Team no. Silent that worked on Silent Hill worked on Gravity Rush. Hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Gravity Rush is fantastic. Definitely worth checking out if you if you've been meaning to pick it up. It's pretty uh pretty inexpensive on amazon and if you click one of the links in our donate page you can buy it without spending any extra money and we get credit for it yeah bud well sweet that's it um as always uh we love doing the show and you should check it out um i still stand to my goal that before the summer i would really like for our facebook page to go from 63 likes to at least 100 so please like us on facebook if you facebook um if if you facebook (laughs) like us on facebook yes um isaac did not live tweet the recording um, well but we'll do that next time i won't say why but there's you know (laughs) so don't call out isaac if he makes mistakes guys because you'll keep him off of twitter yeah um if you want some asian hate mail you better not call him out (laughs) um well right he's got 17 followers now what yeah, I got new followers. They're all yeah, are they so, all bots? so we're gonna we're gonna live we're gonna live announce these. So at at the time <laughs> you had every uh, every episode that we record, <laughs> we need to just end yeah, it with. <laughs> so um, you've got uh, a follower, Martin, Martin. SS07WHU. He's got a foxhound icon as his avatar. All right. Um, you've got Lawton underscore Higgs as a follower. Lawton. Um, Pictonius. <laughs> hey, I have, I have no idea what that is. Great seeing him again. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Jake Priest. Uh, Jake Priest. That's my kid's yeah. godfather. I preach. Really? Is this the same Jake Priest? No, I'm kidding. I don't have a kid oh, or a oh. godfather. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I was making a joke. I, I asked that question like legitimately, <laughs> so I'm fucking done now. Um, uh, Jake Priest, uh, Jake Priest, is, uh, I appreciate as a protected account, so you can't see his tweets unless he lets you follow him. Um, Justin Should Harris I him? is, is uh, you, you, I'm sure you could. <laughs> Justin Harris is following you on Twitter. Um, we've also got a person who has written into the show, Smokey One UK. Thank you for following Isaac on Twitter. Um, and then also another contributor to the show, Dustin Nichols. Good old at Nichols at sixty six Duffman. Who follows me on Twitter too, and I followed him back, as should you. Um, and then we've got Tim Stevens um, at, at Tim Zero Stevens. The <laughs> um, the uh, description on Tim Stevens' account is "Hot guys forever." Yes, <laughs> two two T's and hot forever is the number four. Perfect. So Wouldn't those have it are. Anyway. 
Well, sweet. Um, the one thing that I will say too, just to let you guys know, so the next episode that will be coming out is Metal Gear Acid. Uh, for the love of Christ, if you've played it or seen it played, please send your responses because I <laughs> don't want love of Christ. Yeah, I don't want to be the only one talking about this game next week. Um, and then after that, we're going to be doing either a side op with you guys' uh, responses to Metal Gear Acid or deleted scenes, depending on if there is uh, not a big turnout. And then we'll be doing Metal Gear Acid 2, um, which I am super fucking excited to get to play for the show. And instead of doing a follow-up to Acid 2, uh, depending on whether or not you guys have anything to say about Acid 1 or 2, um, we will jump straight into fucking Metal Gear Solid 3. Which brings us to my next point. We have three weeks until Metal Gear Solid 3, and we are still trying to lock down potential guests for that season. Um, I will follow up with some of the guests that we have already been talking to, but if you guys have anybody that you would like to be a part of the show for an episode, um, please, please let us know via Facebook, email, or Twitter, and we will do our best to reach out to those people to see if they want to be on for a single episode. With all of that being said, Isaac... What do they need to not forget? Um, dang it, I forgot. <laughs> oh, ah. well, well, it's on you know, tongue. it's just it happened in September. Just, uh, happened in it's, September. I think it's it just a, double it's digits. Just a, it's just a double. fox. No, um, um, rocks. It's just it's just some pox socks. No. Is it that Dr. Seuss book? It's just a locks. Yeah, no, Ooh. it's just a locks and bagel. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Bagel locks and locks. On bagels um, and cream cheese. Um, uh, it's just, is it just Botox? Oh. It's mm. my side um, business, actually. <laughs> um, all you need is a key and it unlocks. Uh-huh. A docs. Um, detox is just detox. <laughs> detox. Um, Goldilocks. Gold. Um, I'm, I'm going to beat you in a battle of beatbox. I'm a Whoa, goal. we're getting closer, oh, we're getting, I think. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> that sounded familiar. It sounded familiar. It's um, just Pete Box, the YouTuber? Just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Is it um, Boxy? Just, Boxy oh, Brown? Oh. Boxy. Oh, hi, my name is Boxy. Bo- Boxy? Oh, dude, my heart just doubled in <laughs> beats. Slow down. <laughs> oh, like the beatboxing you're doing? Oh, uh, like yeah. Dr. Dre beats? No. Beats Guys, as it's in just what? A, it's just a box. What, Dwight? It's just hey, a box. Alessio, go fuck yourself. It's just a box. <laughs> just a box. Pum, pum, ba-da-da-da.